to the Prophecy Club. I've got David Phillips on the line with me today. This guy works for Prophecy Club, been with us over 10 years, doing all sorts of things. But he has had two what I consider to be awesome dreams. He's had some other dreams that have also been accurate. He's also had some dreams specifically for me. So I know this brother is hearing from God. I know this is of God. Okay, so David Phillips, welcome back to the Prophecy Club. Thanks, Dan. Good to be on. What I'd like for you to do is to read the dream. Then we'll go back through and kind of discuss it. Sure. So there's a dream and then another dream back to back on different days. So I'm going to read the first one. I had a dream that I was in the future. And in that dream, okay, in the future, I was thinking and looking back on these days, the days that we are actually in today. And in that dream, it was as if COVID of today was nothing in comparison to a new pandemic that was sweeping through the nation. The new pandemic was at least 10 times more deadly. And there was great fear in the people. And everything was locked down tight, much, much tighter than before that we saw in COVID. And families were shut up in their homes. And then I awoke. Well, unfortunately, that fits with a lot of other people. Uh, There's been several other people that have been shown that there's another virus coming, including me. And I will give that and then we'll talk about your next one. Um, I wasn't prepared for this, but it was probably 12, 15 years ago. I saw two men. Well, there's actually a line of people getting onto an airplane and they it was an outside, they, they weren't going down a gangway, they were climbing upstairs. And I was looking at this, and I heard an audible voice speak to me and say, two men will get on a plane with a virus. And before the plane can land, everyone on board would be dead. This would be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. And I said, what? And the voice rebuked me. It said, you weren't listening. Of course, my wife says that often, too. <laughs> and it repeated, which actually is probably good. It said, It said two men will get on a plane with a virus, and before the plane can land, everyone on board would be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. All right, now here's the part I haven't told you before. Then April 22 of 2021, what's that, three weeks ago or something, I had another dream that I think ties to this one, and I had just got off of an airplane. I was walking away from the airplane. And I saw this little old lady sitting off to the side at kind of a desk affair. And she was kind of looking down at this paper and kind of chuckling and laughing within herself. And I was just going to walk by her. But all of a sudden, I knew, you know, like when I give personal prophecies, I knew something. I walked over to her and I looked right at her and I said, you already have the vaccine. She looked up and smiled and she did a big tummy laugh and said, yes. She said, you see that plane you just got off? No one will get off of that alive. Everyone on board will be dead before it can land. And I woke up. I want to say that all of this pandemic stuff is past. But in that Sundar Salvarage and some other people have also said that there's another pandemic coming, another virus to be released, and it's going to be much worse. This was a very unusual dream because... I can't ever remember a dream that I've had where I was in the future and I was looking back on the current days. And it's almost difficult to explain, but 
but it's it's like you are literally in the future and looking back on today. It's hard to explain, but you just know that you know certain things in these dreams. And and um, I personally took that as a personal prophecy. I I didn't plan to really share that too much until I got the next dream. I think it was a day later. Um, and actually, it was two dreams back to back, and that really started to get my attention. In this next dream, it was again, it was about probably maybe the next day um, after the first dream, I had a dream that my family went on a small vacation, like a camping trip. Now, while on that trip, rampant inflation started, like nothing that we've ever seen before or heard of, really, that I know of. All of a sudden, it was like we were living in the Old West. People were very, very dirty. Now, we stopped in one area, and there was one person selling food. And he was selling crackers, like the Ritz crackers that you might buy in the store. But he was selling them individually. And he wanted $1,000 per cracker. Now, the main thing that people wanted in this time was food. That was the number one thing. It was food. Of course, people had no such money, so what they would do is they would trade items that they did have for that food. And during this time, people became very dangerous. So out of desperation, even families would work together to try to survive. People would steal anything that they could get their hands on, even out in the open in the daytime, and they were willing to risk extreme danger for it. And it's hard to imagine, but in this dream, everything became valuable, even old belts. There was an example in my dream of where there was old belts that people were given as gifts when they worked in places like uh, uniform belts, at car repair and whatnot, because those things could no longer be purchased at all. And then they would use those things to, to, you know, to either use or to sell for food. Now, while on this trip, it was important for us to try to keep any meats that we had frozen, as frozen as possible, to preserve their life. But absolutes in things such as food safety that today we take for granted, they were no longer critical anymore. The single most important item that everybody wanted in this dream was food supplies, but especially non-refrigerated, non-perishable foods like this cracker. I do think it's very interesting that this dream came right after the dream that I had about the pandemic. So my guess is it is related. I had a, another dream right after this on the very same night that was similar in nature. Do you want me to read that? Well, let me read this and then let's jump in there with that. October of 2012, we had Daniel Davis in to make a DVD called I Saw the Dollar Dead. He had had three dreams. I'm going to quickly read two of those dreams because they fit. I was standing in what seemed to be downtown, downtown Dallas, along with multitudes of people, and I noticed big screens up on the side of the buildings. Suddenly, a man who looked like a government official appeared on the big screens and began to make an announcement. He said, Ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. America, as you have known it, has ceased to exist. All property lines have been dissolved, and the U.S. dollar is worthless. Now, in my opinion, I think that that could be taking place this year as we switch financial systems, as Final Wake Up Call.info has said. 
Now let's go to the second dream, which fits this one. I was suddenly standing at a gas station. This convenience store looked very different than the typical convenience store. It had a high fence around the back of it with barbed wire across the top. Inside the fence were tractors, power equipment, lawnmowers, chainsaws, all kinds of different items that had been traded. I was standing beside an Indian man, the owner of the convenience store. Frantic people were pulling up their vehicles, wanting fuel. My intuition told me they were heading west. Then an SUV pulled up with an open trailer, an entire family in the vehicle. The father jumped out and said, I need a full tank of gas. He pulled out his bill fold, but the store manager said, sorry, we don't take dollars. The father looked concerned. What do you take then? He said, what do you have? And he went over to the back of the man's belongings, and he knew that he was going to give them anything he wanted for a tank of gas. Now go on to the next dream. And again, I could read two or three more similar things, but let's go on to the next dream. What happened is I took this as a personal dream. Generally speaking, I, I, I usually take things as a personal dream unless I get something otherwise. And that's what was the case here. So what happened is in the same dream that I just told you about where people it was rampant inflation and people were selling whatever they had so that they could get food, uh, I fell asleep. And then I had another dream, and it was exactly the same topic. So in this dream, I, I fell asleep and had this dream where people were stealing common objects out in the open, like basketballs in people's suburban neighborhoods, and they were risking being killed for it. Now, surprisingly, no authorities would be called so long as nobody had been hurt very badly. People, families, for example, were working together to steal even small things, and they would even bring in their small children to be part of this, anything that they could do to steal. Now, while trying to stop getting your items stolen, you also understood that they were doing this because they were so desperate. They were in desperate need of that food, and you knew that they were trying to steal items so that they could obtain the food that they needed. And then I awoke. And this is, it was surprising to me because I had a dream about inflation and people stealing and getting dangerous, went back to sleep, and then I had another dream of exactly the same topic, and that's what really opened my eyes that this was something more. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Okay, let's go to your next dream. One of the things I also think that's noteworthy is... The first is that we're hearing that there could potentially be a new strain of a virus, a COVID-like virus in India. And they're actually saying that it could be up to 10 times more infectious and more, well, more deadly than what we've seen in the past. So when I hear that, you know, the number 10 times to me is very interesting when I hear that, obviously, because of those dreams. But the other thing that I really think was noteworthy is so first there was the pandemic dream, and then there was the economic dream. And I don't think at all that that is um, a coincidence, just a coincidence, because that's exactly what we saw happen with the last COVID. We saw the pandemic, and then right after that, what we saw is as a result of the lockdowns of the economy, we saw the, co the economy really take a hit. And I think that it's very likely that that was a, a dry run or, or it was 
uh, a a start of what we will see happen what we will see happen in the future so in that we've seen it before it's very likely that in a way god has shown us already what to prepare for in the future because we've already been through it to at least to a certain degree absolutely okay go ahead and read the next dream please so i had a dream that people were starting to get implants in the beginning it was going to be for students now students were the key because they were young and the doctors of this new technology said that they were giving these implants to students and in the beginning they were giving these implants in the ear as a very quick thing the implants were like stick-ons possibly in the beginning just a test and these implants could track where people were the way that they knew it was working is that these implants had voice to skull technology meaning that they would literally test it by speaking to the person and the person could hear what they were saying in their heads that's actually how they would test it out the the um, it would go the, it would go to the schools so the whole school would get it and the school had to get this as part of the enrollment for the next year if they wanted to be in school at all this would be like their card because their old card would not work anymore uh, like the way it does, does right now where every year they go and they get a new ID card. This would be their new card for the year if they wanted to get in school. Now, there was a main actor in my dream, and he was mad because he didn't want to get this. He didn't want the technology. But this technology had the ability to know where you were at all times, to hear what was going on, and to hear what was happening, everything. The only thing that it didn't have was the ability to see to see what you were doing. And that's actually what they really wanted in the next iteration. What they really wanted was the ability to also to be able to see and to literally have a camera on the person. But in this iteration, it was just voice, voice to school. That was the key, the, the key technology. Now, because of the outrage of this in future iterations, they would still have that voice to school technology, but they didn't test it because they didn't want to scare people. They still wanted to to uh, have people adopt this new technology. So in future iterations, the next generations would just omit that feature. Not that it didn't have the ability to do it, but they didn't use that with testing. So the main actor in my dream started to rebel against this because he didn't want this. He personally never agreed to this. And he gathered with it and he gathered with himself other people. But they would then be the outsiders. Now people were using this technology not only for entrance, but it seems that this would even handle purchases. And everybody was going along with this. People were going in and getting this just like cattle. But the thing is, it wasn't really being shared with people what this really was, the full capability and everything that, that it was. The, the uh, mental perspective that they were doing here is this was just what we do. This is normal. It's a standard. And they didn't even explain what they were doing. It was just in addition to the old card. So they have a card. But, oh, and here's a chip. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Next. So it was just like, uh, don't question it. This is just what we're doing. Now, I'm not sure if they actually got a physical card anymore. Uh, that's the only thing I'm, I don't really recall. But 
the resistance was heard because they fought against it and 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 they would appear to make concessions right to the resistance and say oh yeah we took out that technology meaning the voice to skull right but did they really take it out um that was the question it wasn't really known but i can pretty much tell you that it wasn't it just wasn't tested now the resistance fought against this but you have to imagine everybody was getting this and in the later times it seemed that the new iterations also had video and i don't recall if it was done by having glasses or if there was an implant for that piece of it as well um i don't recall exactly how it worked but the next iterations did have video and the resistance fought against this and was not accepting of this technology but this is the key they wanted to know where you were at all times that's really what was happening it was all about data it was all about information and they started with the young kids with the students and not it wasn't the older generation but it would grow from there to the older generation because people that were actually shopping were the older generations so the adoption rate would get into things like medical and into grocery shopping and that's how they would get the older generation by medical and especially by shopping now other people could still go shopping and it wasn't really a requirement in the, the beginning it was a a soft start and i awoke with my main actor going grocery shopping and in that grocery shopping the stores were packed jam packed with people and he was going against the grain so imagine everybody with their shopping carts everyone was going in one direction with their shopping carts and he was going in the opposite direction trying to get what he wanted he was definitely going against the grain but most people were going right along with it now in the next generation it was assumed it wasn't even questioned that it was just this is what we're doing now and this was the adoption strategy of these people that were rolling out this technology the implants were just assumed so that the people that didn't adopt this technology were actually very few in percentage and then what i have here is i also have some notes so after this dream uh, it it's kind of hard to explain but it, it's there are certain things when you get these dreams you just know certain things um it it's not in the dream per se but there's just a you just know that you know something and so I put down some notes here that I just knew as part of this dream. I understand. Go ahead. So what they really wanted, the people that were rolling out this technology was the ability to see. They wanted to be able to speak to people even if those people didn't know it, but they also wanted the ability to see. That was their goal. And the others, the people that were against this technology were very few in number. because it happened as part of a standard process of things like for example enrollment so these people these outsiders were outside of the system and they very quickly found themselves to be in the minority like i mean in the 2 to 3% very quickly because it was a standard process they couldn't even build up a resistance very fast because it was like if you wanted to go to school then you had to do it for enrollment so there was a real time crunch involved and so very quickly they became outsiders it wasn't like they saw it coming way down the road it was just right there 
But the goal was absolute surveillance. It wasn't just tracking and it wasn't just hearing the people, but they wanted everything. They wanted tracking. They wanted hearing. They wanted to be able to speak to people. They wanted voice to skull, everything. That was the key to this dream. They wanted the ability to speak to people, especially that was one of the main keys. It's hard to even imagine how fast you can become an outsider, right? I mean, when this is rolled out and it's just expected and everybody falls in line, and you can even see it with just the culture these days, it seems like these days people don't question things. They just they just say, yes, we'll do whatever is the norm. That's exactly what was happening in this dream. All of a sudden, you became an outsider very quickly. But again, the key was absolute surveillance. We know that there's a, a piece of this that is buying and selling. And that's what we know about in the scriptures that's critical, right? This, this buying and selling feature. And I think that it's interesting because that seems to really be the hook here that they get this older generation um, they, they don't really have any problem with the younger generation. In fact, the younger generation, they just go right along with it. They don't even question it. It's just, you know, take your place in line. This is what we're doing. It's the older generation that's a little bit more difficult. And in this dream, just like in the book of Revelation, they utilized purchases. You, you had to purchase things, and that's how they would get that older generation to buy into the technology. I know that when the whole mask thing came out, I was— not just a little resistant to it. There was more than one time when Leslie said, now, be nice. You're going to have to wear a mask in here. There were times where I'd walk in and they would say, matter of fact, we just went out to another restaurant here a couple of days ago and I resisted. So I did not wear my mask in. I had it in my pocket, walked up to the reception desk. Do you have a mask? I said, yes, I do. Would you put it on, please? I said, do I absolutely positively have to? And she said, yes. All right, now we're seeing and feeling the next pressure is to be the vaccine. This, what you're saying, is going to be to the point to where now people aren't even questioning it. Could it be that the mask and the vaccine were really precursors to get us to accept what the powers that be want us to do? That's a great point, and I never would have guessed that people would wear masks and not even question it like they have in this last year, especially when there's all kinds of evidence, uh, medical journals that show they don't do anything to really stop the transmission of COVID. And yet people still do it because they're told to. And there's another piece of that where even if they know that these masks don't help the situation at all, the and this is important, these stores, these shopping centers, the restaurants, they still have the ability to require it at their places of business. And if you want to go to that restaurant, you have no choice. The masks that we originally started wearing when the whole mask thing came out, the little paper masks that were typically blue, actually the surgeon's masks were not intended to protect from some kind of a virus. The surgeons wore them so in case some kind of a spit came out of their mouth and landed on the patient, it wouldn't be a spit during the surgery. It wouldn't be to an open wound. In other words, they were never designed, this is my understanding of what I was told, 
They were never designed, nor will they ever protect from a virus. I like how Pastor Massey said it. It's like trying to stop a mosquito with a chicken wire. It's just not down to the micron size to stop the virus. Virus goes right through. But what it is, is to see that we do as we are told. And that's exactly how this dream was, because in this dream, it was just it was just standard practice. It was just this is what is done now. And so very quickly, because of that shopping feature, very quickly it became if it wasn't mandatory, it was very difficult. And in that dream, I don't necessarily think the shopping carts where he was going against the grain was actually what shopping would look like. I think it is a a spiritual picture of how difficult it is to fight against the grain once everybody's going in a, a given direction. It it's one thing to just speak about this, right? I mean it and we've heard similar types of dreams even when you read the book of Revelation, you, you hear what will happen. But it's a whole nother thing when you actually experience this. When you're in this dream and you actually see this happening, I will tell you that you really have to be rooted and grounded in your faith because when these things are allowed and they they seem to roll out so fast, you have to really be grounded in your faith because these are very difficult situations to go through. David Phillips, thank you for being on The Prophecy Club. Write out the book of Revelation in a spiraling notebook and bring it to the School of the Watchman. I'll lay hands on you and anoint you to receive the spirit of revelation. Then I will teach through the book of Revelation to make you an anointed teacher of Bible prophecy. June 11 to 13, prophecyclub.com. The School of the Watchman, June 11 to 13. In my new book, Miss the Mark, I expose the nine deceptions the beast will use to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. Since Lucifer is only given three and a half years to rule the world, but given 6,000 years to prepare for it, is it possible he has set up a nine-point plan so well thought out, so cunning, will deceive all whose name is not written in the book of life? What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? What would you do? Would you tell them? I believe you would. But what is the most important thing in the world to tell a person? The answer is, don't take the mark of the beast, because... Those taking the mark do not get soul death, but eternal torment in hell. But how do you tell them? Give them miss the mark. It is designed to be given to anyone, even if they've never heard of the Bible, Jesus, even if they're in another religion. It takes them from a blank page to making sure they will never take the mark. It's thin and easy to read. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you extras to give to your friends. If you're really looking for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. The truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is until they find post-trib. But Either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Prophet Leslie Johnson has a new book called Shekinah, Not Right. 
She says an invitation for the majestic presence or a manifestation of a fallen angel called Shekinah has entered the church. This powerful, seductive, demonic spirit presents a lie that looks so tempting to many Christians, causing the worshipers to feel as if they have entered into a higher dimension of communication with the Lord. Shekinah is actually a fallen angel, a demonic presence, even more subtle and more powerful than those demons that routinely attack us day to day. Shekinah not right. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Prophet Leslie's book, Snake in the House, is talking about the compromise in the body of Christ. The serpent is coiled in the church, hiding in the weeds of compromise. What are the manifestations of lying signs and wonders? What are the false religions allowed in the church? What is wrong with yoga? And what does Hinduism have to do with the Christian church? And what is wrong with contemplative and centering prayer? What do I do if I have been exposed to the deceptive kundalini spirit? One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink wrap sets of 10. One set of 10 for 30, two sets of 10 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. This is the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. You get 10 How Pre-Trib 1, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 God's Warning to America, 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, 40 books, gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock of Cornerstone Asset Metals is a prophecy student, reads his King James Bible, and wants to help Prophecy Club win souls even if it means he loses money. So, the next time you need gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins, contact cornerstoneassetmetals.com. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so just tell cornerstoneassetmetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Click like, share, and subscribe. Click like, share, and subscribe. 